This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A White House meeting on infrastructure legislation seems to have gone well, but don't expect a deal anytime soon. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi addressed reporters on Capitol Hill after the White House gathering. She said she left the meeting feeling good about where they stand. Uh, It was a positive meeting in terms of agreeing that we want to build the infrastructure of America, uh, that we have to stipulate as to what that would include. Some farm state lawmakers have expressed concern at the level of support for electric vehicles in the Biden administration's initial package. Pelosi said that was also addressed at the White House meeting today. One area of shall we say, not total agreement was electric cars. But again, we didn't go through a list and say yes on this, no on that. But that emerged as something that they might not be too fond of, just to give you some of the flavor of what happened at the meeting. But it was by and large uh, a very strong commitment on the part of the president that his interest in bipartisanship was sincere. But House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee Chair Peter DeFazio offered support for EV policy and said it needs to be in the bill. GM's going all electric, okay? FedEx is going electric with semis. America's going, the world's going electric. Are we going to keep up with the world? Are we going to deal with climate change or not? Paying for the package remains a sticky issue. The Biden administration has suggested using changes to the tax code, but Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said reopening the 2017 tax law was a red line for his side of the aisle. The Department of Agriculture is out with a fresh look at the global grain markets. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. Traders are expecting increases in corn acres after USDA set new marketing year ending stocks at 1.5 billion bushels Wednesday. Government officials set the new numbers in the World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Allendale's Mike Lung says traders will focus on trend line yields and further acre increases moving ahead. Is this report the biggest or the most bullish report we're going to see all year? Is the dryness going to start to spread and we see some of these weather maps take uh, the moisture out and continue to keep the moisture out? Because with the amount of premium we've tacked on to this core market, any slight adjustment to this balance sheet can easily build us back towards the problematic area we were at anywhere close to 2 billion bushel carryout. Even with ending stocks at 1.5 billion bushels, he says the new crop corn is well overvalued. The USDA said soybean ending stocks at 140 million bushels for the 2021-2022 crop year, and Lung sees that number dropping further as producers switch soybean and wheat acres to corn because of higher prices. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, producers from across the country urged the House Agriculture Committee to keep flexibility in mind as it considered approaches to climate-smart agriculture. Jamie Johansson is the president of the California Farm Bureau. Testifying at a House Ag Conservation Subcommittee hearing today, he said the diversity of agriculture in his state is a good example of why being too rigid in policy can be a turnoff to producers. To help ensure climate benefits are adopted, NRCS could consider prioritizing equip contracts that result in emission reductions, increased carbon sequestration, and improved climate resilience. Prioritization would still need to remain flexible for all crop types with sufficient levels of financial and technical assistance. California produces over 400 commodities with various cropping systems and farm sizes. 
Practices will need to be broad and outcome-based, emphasizing a list of options as opposed to a prescriptive checklist. He also encouraged a close look at forestry practices as Congress considers its approach to climate and agriculture. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 330 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.